Preston! Come! We gotta migrate to another lair! Claudius is coming! Oh no! We oh, gotta go! Bro! <laughs> okay, we'll just go in here again. Yeah. He, he almost burned down our lair. Oh, he's coming! I heard him! <laughs> that was his voice, yeah. Close it! <sighs> he tried to fight him off. He was too powerful. <laughs> he's like the best dragon. <laughs> here. We're safe in here. Okay, I think I just gotta be heavy quiet. This is the tiny unburnt lair. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's actually a little burnt toasted. I'll put it up there. <sighs> Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to the lair, actually. Not the podcast. Welcome back to the lair. Here's Preston. Hi. Say hi again. Hi. Say hi one more time. <laughs> I think we're gonna die. Like, I'm actually out of breath, like, in real life. Oh, great. He's burning it down. More. More. <laughs> oh, boy. I think I've had, like... <clears throat> Alright. Well, you know what time it is. It is Friday, which that means it is the marathon. Yes. The marathon. The marathon. And it's over an hour long, so hopefully we can get to at least 8.20 o'clock as the marathon. Because it, it will be like about 8.20 when we're done. So we're going to have to do about an hour. Maybe, we, but we want, we're trying to aim for at least like maybe an hour. Like over an hour. Yeah. But if we can do like an hour, like if if we can't go any further, then at least an hour. But yeah. if we can go further, then we definitely are going to. Anyways, Claudius, uh... I'm kind of scared, so we're going to probably have to be more quiet this round, because, I mean, he's been chasing us, and he left time out. It's scary. Okay. Claudius. <laughs> hey, you're supposed to be at time out. Go to time out. Time out for one hour. Stop telling him to go to timeout, bro. How about, uh, you want some candy? Yeah, candy. Here you go, Claudius. I know you love dog bones <laughs> from, like, actual dogs. <laughs> Please don't hurt him. <laughs> Watch out. He likes to bite. Nip my finger. Okay, he's, he's, he's eating some dog bones, like from actual dogs. What's the natives? And, uh, bird bones. Yeah. He likes bird bones the most. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Okay. He's asleep. He is? He's asleep. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I thought we would have to stab him or something. I didn't want to, but we probably, I almost thought we had to. Oh, stop. Sorry, I had to. I'm going to have a seizure. I was okay. going to get lighter. Thank you. All right, guys. Welcome back to this podcast. An actual interview. Like, the actual start of this podcast. So, welcome back to the lair. Me and Preston. Say hi. 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 You said four, four times. Minus high. Say minus high. Negative minus high. This is, I, I think we're literally going insane. I'm sorry for everyone watching. Minus two high. There we go. 
We're just going crazy. Okay, yeah. Because Claudius and everything. Yeah. And also, it's been a very interesting day. Like in real life. Yeah, we have lives, if you didn't know that. Yeah, we have lives. We have lives. Just saying. We're told we're not robots. We have lives. Yeah, we are not robots. Zero, one, 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 zero. Sorry. <coughs> I, uh, my, sometimes my throat says that a few times. Yeah, t- we're totally not robots. No, we aren't robots. Yeah. One, one. Uh, uh. We are not robots. One. <coughs> okay, sorry about that. Anyways, let's get to this story. <sighs> I don't know how many stories we're going to have. We're just going to go with it, hit an hour, and we'll chill. So, but yeah, hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. First, thank you. Someone beat Belgium. No way. Yeah, someone beat Belgium. America, good job. They have 22 downloads. No way. And Boardman, and they just came out of nowhere. Like, it's not even Fort Valley. Is it? They just came out of nowhere and beat both of them. Where is he in America? Boardman. I don't know where that is. It just said Boardman. So, thank you for 22 downloads and Boardman. Don't know where that is, but thank you. Nice. Yeah, and Br- and Belgium, you're still doing great, and Fort Valley, good job, but not you're not as good as Boardman. Somehow they just came out of nowhere and like twenty two downloads in like- one area. That's crazy. But also that means that only like two people are watching it basically, because I we have ten episodes and this will be uh, the eleventh episode. Actually, more than two people because it's like twenty two. So. Yeah, so it'd probably be like four people downloading because there's two extra downloads, so two other people download one one episode. So thank you for Boardman. That's pretty cool. I don't know where that is, yeah. like I said, but thank Ra- you. Round of applause to, uh, applause to Boardman. Sorry, Claudia. It's Boardman. Yeah, Boardman. Not Boardman. Okay, so round of applause to Boardman. Uh, Boardman. 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 Got it. Boardman. Brussels. Belgium. Brussels. Brussels Belgium. Ever, yeah, because that's the country, Belgium, and like I said, City. you guys are somewhere on our hearts. Just saying. Yes. And then, um, what was the last eight? Fort Valley. And Fort Valley, thank you. And those are the top three for now. I, I do like, um, uh, the other places other as well. The other, everyone else gonna like, get a thanks, but not the special thanks from the top three. Anyways, I think we're at like 70 or 70 something or 80. I haven't checked in a little bit. Anyways, so yeah, crazy board, man. Anyways, today the sponsor of the video, <clears throat> Larry Let's Bean pass it here. On to Larry Bean. Larry Bean here. Uh, welcome back. Uh, I do art in my channel, so go check it out. Anyways, pass it back. Here we go, Aaron. Okay. Um, welcome back. Um, not same guy. Totally different. Place. I have proof. He is proof. He has pictures, and, like, we put him, like... One doesn't... One of them face. doesn't wear glasses. Just saying. He doesn't wear glasses. So, if you see, see someone with that doesn't wear glasses, that is Larry Bean. And then there's also me. There's actually three people. But he's, like, the... He only comes up for the sponsors, and he listens to the stories, just too. So, special thanks to Larry Bean for listening to our stories. Anyways, what's up? Let's get to the actual part of the story. And also, we'll probably have a special guest on our next uh, marathon. 
I'm thinking of having a marathon every week if we can. No way. That would be cool. That would be crazy. Because it would be, because it'll be a day that, like, we have time to do it, like Friday. Because Friday, we don't get a lot of homework in school, so. Unless we have, like, over the week stuff we have to finish. We have lives. But we don't have anything this week, so that's why we can make a marathon, right? Yeah. Anyways, let's get on to this story. So the first story, let's just go with it, um. Being a little goofy, so. Is backpack. Asleep? You're gonna be telling the first story this time. Got it. He's still um, asleep, by the way. Okay. He's he's just like chilling there. Uh. The tiger's backpack. That's the story. The tiger's backpack. The, st- the tail of the tiger's backpack. Ah, so this one sets in Africa when the age of explorers boomed. And so, once upon a time, there was this explorer dude, and he went to Africa, and he found, and he was studying, he was studying rare birds there. Very beautiful birds. They had feathers of all different colors. It was extremely beautiful. And then he stumbled upon a tiger's den, and he was like, this is a tiger's den. And he was kind of scared, because, and he was just like, is this a tiger's den? He was really scared. Because he was just like, he saw like this huge, 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 huge footprint that looked very much like a tiger's. And so he was like, uh-oh. And he thought he heard like a growl snore coming from the, um, from the, um, lair or cave or something. And so... Um, definitely not this place. Oh my goodness. Claudius! He's snoring. Okay, that's good. He's such a loud snorer. Okay, so anyways, this tiger, um, I mean, this person. So he was studying the birds, and he climbs up in this tree. But then, the tiger wakes up. Wait, where is he again? Africa. It's just somewhere random in Africa. Somewhere random in Africa, undisclosed location. And there's a lion just chilling there, and you tiger. It's sleeping. Yeah, tiger sleeping, but now it woke up. So he's like, "Oh boy!" But fortunately, he's in a tree, and we all know tigers can't climb trees, unless like severely provoked or something. I don't know. Pretty sure tigers can't climb trees. Anyways, in this story, he can't climb trees. So he's just like, "Okay, I'm safe." And then. He's just like, okay, so I'll just I'll just study here. And so he grabs his binoculars and is looking at this bird. It's like two feet away from him, so he's just like, ha, 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 ha. So he, this is like a rare moment in his discovery. It's, and, like, it's a really rare bird, too. It's like a really rare bird. Yeah, and it's having babies. So he's like, ha, ha, ha. he's extremely excited. He's taking a bunch of photographs. Like, he grabs it out of his backpack. And, and it's like a silent, it's like a silent camera, so it just goes... It was really quiet. Yeah. Like this. Actually, that's a it bit loud. It would not sound like that. It did not sound like that. That was a bit too loud. Anyways, so he was taking these photographs. He was writing how they gave birth. Well, I guess I guess how the eggs hatched, but... He wouldn't know how they 
how they give birth. Yes. I notes on that. Yeah, because he was studying birds. You would already know that. Yeah, he was he was taking extra notes to qualify the other notes that he'd study by other scientists. Okay. Or maybe he did sketches of the birds. Yeah, and he was doing sketches, too. And the eggs, which were a wonderful, wonderful iridescent color. I'm not even sure what that thing means, but I think it means shiny. It's like a, it was a purplish, shiny egg. Yeah, it was a very shiny egg. And so he was just like, because ah, he was so happy. And then he grabs his binoculars. Don't ask me why he got binoculars when they're too far away from him. But he's just grabbing them. It's like a nervous tick. He just grabs them. And then his elbow pushes the backpack down. Right on the lion's head. Yes. And lion's like, huh? And so as he lifts his head, the backpack goes back. The straps, um, the straps grab onto his throat. And then... The throat, uh, the throat of the lion? The throat of the tiger. Yeah, the throat. Sorry, man, I mixed up for sure, man. The throat of the tiger. Yeah, so it gets around, and it's on the lion's back. And he's like... Because, I mean, he thinks it's like a monkey or something. And he's like... And in his brain, he's like thinking like... um, Like, what kind of monkey would dare to come on the king of the jungle? Wait, is that lions or tigers? So, he just like, oh no. And then he realizes that the the explorer realizes that the backpack's actually choking the tiger. And then he realizes that it's a super duper ooper schmooper rare tiger. Like, literally, this is like one of five. And it's the only female. There's only two of these tigers. There's a male one and a, and a female. He stumbled upon the female. So, she was mad. I, was, I I think I was saying he before, but it's a she now. It was always a she. I just pronounced it wrong. Anyways, so, this tiger is like, so it's mad. But it's also choking. So, the explorer's like, oh boy. So, do I keep on? And slowly, like, she's she's slowly losing oxygen. So, he's really stressed out, and he's like, do I help it? Yeah, because he's just like, do I take more notes and actually see the hatching? Or do I save the super rare tiger? And he's just like, yeah, duh, there's less tigers. Save the tiger. But then he's just like, but I'll miss the hatching. Save the tiger. So, he goes, and he climbs down carefully. The tiger, by now, has actually started to lose consciousness, so it's actually just kind of laying at the base of the tree. What? Nothing. Anyways, so, it's laying at the base of the tree, and so, he gets down, and then, he lands on the tiger's chest. And he's like, (laughs) and he saw his life flash before his eyes. And then nothing happened because, like, the line, the tiger. It's still choking. In yeah, stuff. it had like it had like five seconds of oxygen left. So he quickly removes it and he scrambles. He quickly removes the backpack and just like trying to tear it off. Finally gets it off and then he scrambles and up the tree. He while he's scrambling up the tree, he hears a growl and he looks behind him and there's another tiger. It is the male of that rare species. 
And he still hasn't climbed up the tree by now. And he's very stressed out now. So he's kind of scratching at the tree, trying to climb up. But he is failing miserably. Yeah. Like, really bad. Anyways, so he's freaking out by now. And then the dragon, er... <coughs> tiger. Tiger. Kindness, I'm sorry. Just, like, calm down. Yeah, he, like, he needs a chill pill. Um, so... Actually, he did take a chill pill. Anyways, um... So the tiger is um finally and the tiger roars and then he's like this is the man not the tiger and so actually both tigers roared so it was scary so he just like goes big big muscle mode on his legs and he springs up halfway up the tree it was only a three foot tall tree so yeah that that that, those lions could probably jump up that if they really tried yeah. Very easily. But they didn't. So he scrambles but up it. very easily, though. Like, very easily. Like, extremely easily. Like, it would be like lifting a pot. That would basically be all the effort it took. Plus a little bit You more. should just be... If it's three... Wait, you're saying it's three feet tall? Three feet tall. That means the human himself is taller than it. It has to be taller than three feet. Sorry. <laughs> then he wouldn't be able to climb... And Sorry. Then have to climb it I was out. confused. 30 feet, and then divided by two, it was 15 feet tall, sorry. Yeah, that's better. So he jumps up, like, a third of the tree. And so he's like, Ugh! So he jumps up there, and then he scrambles up. He actually does see the hatching, and the two tigers interacting, and he's, like, everywhere, just, like, scribbling in his notes about how everything's going on. He's just like, I'm the luckiest explorer ever. Yeah. So... Finally, the the tigers went off, and then he he um, walked back to to the road where his jeep was, and he was crossing the road to get the jeep, and then a car came by. Okay, maybe a little slower than that. It was going like five miles an hour, and then it hit him. That's why you would look both si- look at both sides of the road. What just happened? He's got hit by a five mile per hour car. The character? Yeah. He died. No, he didn't. Huh? He managed. He's in Africa. Why is there a car in Africa? Um. You know. And he'd be. There's no support. There's no like hospital in the middle of Africa. So if he if he was laying there hit by a car, wait, huh, he would what? not have any help and probably just die. Oh, uh, what just happened? Die from broken bones and other things. Okay, let me let me change the story. Go back about uh, twenty seconds. He your looks. Story, your story like literally failed plot. Yeah. No offense. He looks both sides of the road. Why is there a road in the middle of Africa? <laughs> I don't oh, know. It's like a it's dirt. Probably in the desert. <laughs> That was just Claudius. Okay, just let's continue. Sorry. Okay, he looks both sides of the road. A car passes by in the middle of Africa. It's a dirt road in Africa. Just have him hit, get hit by the car, and then end it. Because then, then he's looking both sides of the road. It gives you a moral. Maybe we should just cut this entire part. Out. Yeah, just cut it there because the stories don't have to make sense. So he did get hit by the car, and uh, something uh, bad happened to him. I'm not gonna go into detail. Fortunately, there was an airport nearby, so he was actually able to get back to a hospital, like, in the nick of time. 
he almost died from blood loss. Almost. But it, whether it was like the tiger saying like, thank you for saving me. It was like. Oh. Oh, and the tigers chased after them while they were driving away. So he was just like. The guy who ran him over. It was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let's get in my car. We're driving off. And they drove off. And the, and the tigers could run fast for some reason. And it was just the end of the story. Is that okay? Yeah. Alright, well, we did hit 20 minutes from that one story. Dang. So, uh, that's good. Squeak. Alright, just calm down now. Calm down. Okay. Thank you. Uh, next one. What story should we go? You come up with them. No, I'll, I'll wait. You come up with random ones for me to make a story out of. Alrighty. The Everlasting Winter. The Everlasting Winter? Yes. Okay. This is the tale of the Everlasting Winter. So, what happens in this winter type day? Just hear me out. Hear me out. I. So, uh. This, this was a little family. I always have families in this, but, uh, actually, no, it's just a random huntsman. He, he loved to go hunting, like, he loves to go hunting, and, like, this was before the everlasting winter hit. So, he always, like, hunted deers and stuff in the forest, and he, he had, like, a little cabin in the woods where he would go and, like, cook his food up on a fire, and also, like, yeah. And he's been living there for years. He's he's very he's a very major survivalist. Survival survivalist. But the one thing is he never really was used to winter because it didn't really snow in that forest. It was so it was weird when the when this when the winter, the everlasting winter came. He doesn't really he didn't really know how to survive in the winter because he hasn't really been in the winter for years because he's been living in this like super hot forest. So he's very adjusted to the climate of like hot and like dry so he's used to that area so he so he's, he's adjusted to that and he's been living in that type of climate for like years now so when the everlasting winter came it was a big change because all these animals are migrating you couldn't hunt like birds or like really anything because everything was kind of like what was the span of this everlasting winter like forever what area did forever it throughout the whole earth I mean, I guess that makes sense. Let me explain how, how this happened. So what happened was alien ships called the Chicken Nuggy Army. Oh, don't <clears> mess with them. The leader is Little Timmy, and he has problems with the Earth. Because he built the ship, and he turned his Chicken Nuggies alive. And basically, he came up with the laser, the ice laser. And it was basically like the Death Star. That could do. Yeah, it said, and said it shot ice, and it just t turned the whole planet to ice. So it turned the whole planet into ice. And people were starting to just, like, freeze, like, into ice. Some people. Especially people in already cold climates. 
they instantly just froze because it was already snowing and cold in those areas so it just got even more cold other places it just got like cold but like they could survive if you know what i mean yeah actually no that's inverted because people who are in cold areas they were in coats and stuff so they wouldn't they would be safer actually yeah because they were adjusted to the cold and also all that but this survivalist that lived in like a super hot area he's still a survivalist he's not gonna be a wimp and just die out in the cold <laughs> so when he was like one of the last people alive in the like the more southern areas of the earth i don't know where just like somewhere in the southern world anyways Bahamas. i don't know just somewhere random I'm not going to name anywhere, anywhere, because then it would just get weird. He's just in a forest. And it gets super icy, and he was like, what just happened? Oh, the trees. I don't know why I'm speaking an Asian accent. Oh, I'm sorry. He was like, what just happened? I mean, like, all these trees, they turn into ice, and now they're all, like, exploding. Because if you didn't know trees, if they get super, super cold, they're they can they can freezes. literally break. Yeah, so some it's trees, sad. So some trees, they literally just broke. And shattered into small little, like, pieces of wood. And also, all the lakes froze, so he couldn't really get any water. So instead, when he goes in the hut, he started up a fire. He still had coats and stuff. He made them out of, like, um, deer-like fur and all of that. He made stuff out of it. Yeah. And he also ate the meat and stuff. So he made, like, clothes out of that. So he had some really, like, strong, heavy clothes just in case he had to go anywhere. But he never really did. But just in case. So he did put that on... And his, like, and he also made a fur hat, too. And he got his rifle, because he was like, well, I gotta find it. But then he was like, actually, it's like, half of these animals are probably dead. Except... Just go out and scavenge. Yeah, because all these, all these animals that would be in the southern area, they, most of them, they're, they've either migrated to somewhere that is warmer, but the thing is, everywhere is cold, so they can't really go anywhere, so they're like, what, it just happened, so all these animals are dying, because it's just too much for them, they can't really go anywhere, and the ice preserves them, yeah, they do freeze, but it does preserve them, even like the humans, like, they don't die, they just preserve, so if they melted, they would just wake up, like, if you thought of, if you think of, like, Captain America, that's how that is, he wakes up, and then it's, like, super in the future, because he's been frozen for such a long time. Something like that. Anyways, if you want to take that analogy. So, yeah, so this huntsman, he's always been living in this area. And he's always been like, huh. So he took up all of his stuff and he went off. And he went out into the forest to find things. But he couldn't find anything, so he headed, headed back. He took some ice and he started like, because he lives by, there's also a lake close to like the hut. So there's a forest, right? But he's like not his hut isn't in the middle of the forest, it's outside of the forest. And his hut is like placed by right by the lake so he can go fishing and stuff. And then there's also but then he can but he, he lives close to the forest. So he still goes into the forest. And he owns this land too. Like he owns everything in this area. He bought all of it. So he can hunt wherever whatever he wants cuz he owns it. So like it doesn't matter. So he owns this whole area too. So He goes and he takes pieces, he breaks the ice, and he takes the ice and he puts it in, like, this, like, big, like, sack of, like, fur, and he just carries it in this sack, and then he places it inside, and he puts this, he takes this bowl and he puts ice in it, and he put it next to the fire so it would slowly melt, and then he grabbed more ice and put the ice into the bowl after all that ice melted, and then he put the other ice, and he put the um, other, all the other ice, and he put 
little uh, cubes of that ice into it. And then that's what he would drink out of. That would be his hydration, his water. So he would always be getting that to hydrate himself. And to get food, he wasn't sure. So for like weeks, he didn't really have any food during this long winter. Until he heard a ding-dong. And it was people. They were like, I need help, please. And it was this little family. They're like, he was like, come in. You can, I, I will help you as much as I can. He gave them like little cups. Because he had these little metal cups. And he, get, he filled them up with his ice water. And he's like, here you go. And they all drank it down. And they're like, thank you. And this was like a family of three. No, a family of four. There was, there was, a, sister and a, there was a sister and a brother. And then two parents, of course. And they were like, after... Since this winter, they don't know how long this is going to last. But they call this the everlasting winter. Because this did end eventually. But it lasted for a long time, for years. That it was very hard to adjust to the normal like temperatures again. That's how long it took. So they called it the everlasting winter because it felt like forever. Because a lot of people died during this time. Like some people lived their, the rest of their lives in the everlasting winter. Like it, it like span, spanned for at least 100 years. So, a lot of people who would be, like, born then, like, at the beginning of it, would be dead. Probably at the end. Unless you're, like, big. This guy, just letting you know, spoiler alert, this guy does not survive. I mean, like, it's a hundred years. I'm not saying that he might not live out his whole life happily. I'm just saying he won't actually make it to the end of this everlasting winter. Because of how long it is. He doesn't, not, the average lifespan is not 100 years, of course. And he's already, like, 40, so he's not gonna, anyways. Unless he's, like, people who, like, unless he has, like, the one of the longest lifespans. Anyways, off that topic. So, yeah. This family comes in, and they're like, thank you for coming. And they're like, we were being chased by bears. And he's like, bears? Where did you find bears? I mean, half of these, I haven't seen any bears here. And they're like, no, 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 no. These aren't real bears. They're like, they had like human toes, human feet on them. And also they didn't have like, and also like some parts like their chest was like bare. So like their <laughs> chest had like, bear. <laughs> actual like, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it that way. They had like an actual like chest down here, like a human chest, like a human man chest. Kind of weird, right? And they're like, yeah, this was not like a normal bear. Like, it was like a human, but not a human. And then they heard baying. And the old man, he grabbed his rifle and he was like, what is going on? This is like the owner. This is the huntsman. I'll call him the huntsman for now. And then there's also Tim, Timothy, which is the father. I'll just call him the father, then the mom. And then, I'll, I'll, and then the daughter and the son. So the son, he was getting really scared because he was the youngest out of all of them. And the, and the daughter kind of just like, it's okay, we're going to figure this out. And then the mom and the daughter was like, okay. The mom and the so, and the father were like, can we, like, get somewhere that we can hide both of them? And like, yeah. The huntsman's like, yeah. They just hide him under here. And he, like, opened this, like, hatch that was, like, underground. It was like, oh, if you guys get in here, I'm going to fight these things off. And he sees them. And they're standing on two feet. But they're, like, furry. And they have, like... And he sees the bear chest, but then it gets, like, furry about, like, to their stomach. And then they still have, like, a bear head. And they, like, roar and, like... And it was getting... It was, like, okay. So he just loads it up, and... He was hesitating. He was, like, this is, like, a human, but there's no way to cure it. So he does fire. And it does knock the bear over. 
But then there's more bears and they look at it and then those all those other bears they get really angry. So they start breaking out of the, breaking the glass and the guy's just like crap and he starts firing at them but then he runs out of ammo. He hits a few of them. He hits two other bears and they both fall over too cuz they're probably all dead by now. But then there's still more bears coming and he's like crap. So he opens the little hatch and just drops down with the family and he also grabs some more ammunition. But there's not really a lock on it. So we kind of just like, well, we're going to hope that these bears aren't, like, smart. <laughs> the thing is, they're half-human, so they are smart. Dang it. So the door starts o- opening the hatch. And they're like, crap. And he starts loading his gun fast, and he's like, all right, you want some? Come and get it. And he goes, and then more fall, and more bears fall over. And eventually, he gets all the bears. And they're all just like, kind of, and one falls into the hatch. It kind of just slumps through, and they're like, and everyone just gets like super freaked out, Aah! and then it just kind of just slumps and like, oh, like well, and then he's like, well, technically we have food tonight. I'll just pick out the parts that are like human, cause no, no, pick out the parts that are bear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's picking the parts out from humans, so he eats the bear parts. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's he, not like cannibalism, right? Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. Never. I'm never going to make a story about cannibalism. No. That is too dark for me. Yeah, that's, that's a bit far. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, off that topic. he That's why he takes those parts out and he just eats the bear. Because at the hide, there's like there's still a hide. So he just takes that part. And there's like some like bear meat over there. So he just slices that part off. And he distrib- distributes and he burns. the He cooks the meat. And he gives it out to the family and they all eat it. So they had a good food, and they're like, well, if more bears come, or whatever the heck is going on, all these hybrid, like, all these, like, hy- hybrids. hybrids, yeah. They're like, well, we gotta go under here and just sleep un- in the hatch. So they just get a, he's like, well, I have some, like, hide uh, sleeping bags, so we can just use those. And he gets them, and they all sleep there for the night. And the huntsman, he, he stayed up the whole night with his rifle just like this, and he was like, these bears are smart. And I don't want one of them opening up the hatch, sniffing us out. So he was just, like, up, guarding the whole time with his weapon. And no, 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 nothing came. So the next morning, they open the door, and they see, like, all of, like, the, like, the, uh, like, the remnants of the bears. They were all gone. So, therefore, there was something that came back in, and they probably ate that. So whatever came ate the food, ate what was left over. So, they don't know what it was, but they're like, what is going on? There's something that's coming. And they look around, and then they hear some rambling. And there is a bunny rabbit with fangs. Bro. It's not a human. It's a mix of a... And they also see that it has a snake tail. Huh? And then it starts hissing at them, because it's a long tail. And there's multiple of them. And they're not that small. They're, I mean, they're not that big. So, they're small. So, there's a bunch of them. And he's like... And they start hopping towards them. And, his, and they're like snapping and like, can you, can you make a noise? Yeah. Kind of like that. And actually they looked pretty cute. Yeah, they did look cute. They had like super fuzzy. Adorable yeah, they looked adorable. Eyes. But then their fangs were quite terrifying. So they kind of forgot the cuteness. And then they also spit acid out of their mouths, these wow, bunnies. that is. So it started booning, burning some of their uh, things. Yeah. yeah. But he was like. Well, these aren't humans, so they aren't going to be smart. Because it's a mix of a snake and a thing. So, obviously, he knew that these all these bunny rabbits, they probably num-numbed on all the rest of the bears. Yeah. So, they knew, like, oh, crap, we don't have any more food. So, huh! 
Anyways, they go back into the hatch and they shut it. And they hear them still going. Yeah, they still the heard them out then, there. It was the snake part and then the bunny part. Yeah, it goes. It's kind of like that. Anyways, so it, it, that was repeating for a, like the whole night, and they just st stand there for a little time until they heard it kind of fade away the next day. And they opened it, and they were relieved that the snake rabbits were gone. And they're like, "Well, now we know that there's more than bear hybrids." And now the huntsman was like, "I'm gonna take notes on this," and he just wrote, he just wrote, uh, "Boomin," which was a human with a bear. He literally just called it a boomin. And uh, and a sabbat. And a sabbat, yeah. No, a snabbit, a snabbit. A snabbit was the snake rabbit, and then the boomin boomin was a bear and a human. So, a boomin and a uh, snabbit. He wrote both of them down and he did little sketches of them because he was a sketch artist. He was pretty good at art. So, he did some pretty cool sketch art for them. And he took notes on them, like the details of them. And it was like... Smart, not smart. Yeah. I was like, well, if we find any ones with human, like... Parts. Attributes, yeah. We know that they're part human, so they're going to be smart. And now, he wanted to figure out how this was happening. This story is gonna take a while. This story is like a big story. These are like stories. Just so you know, this, these are the type of stories I would do like by myself, because I have parts for them, like the Seven Days series. I did. I did like. I don't know if you uh, you saw those, but did you? What? The Seven Days. No. Oh well. The okay. Well, those are some I did by myself. Those are quite intense, and I did like a, a, a three part series for that. Anyways, but this isn't like that, really. This is still interesting. It's still interesting, though. The Everlasting Winter. This is going to take probably most of the time. But that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. We're still at, like, 37. So give me a second, guys, after this break. Hello, this is Larry Bean. Once again, go check out my YouTube channel. I do art there. And uh, continue watching this marathon. I hope you're enjoying. Study if you like or anything like that. I know I'm enjoying these stories so far. I like both of them. Um, yeah, so go check out my YouTube channel. I do art there. And uh, go check out him and continue watching this marathon. Telling me, telling me you, uh, this is gonna be a good one. I promise you. <clears throat> Here you go, mate. Hello, guys. Welcome he's back. Australian? Now, no, he's British. Anyways, let's continue with, the, with this story. So, yeah. So, they come back, and he did all that sketch artist. And he was like, well, now we got to figure out what's going on. And he opens the door, and he's like, You're, you guys can just stay here. So, the family stays in the hut, and, they, and he gives them some more of that ice water. Because he has a lot of that. So, he gives them more of it, and they just keep on drinking it. And since it's frozen ice, it's actually, like, purified like ice water so it's so actually this ice like everlasting winter kind of helps because it helps like it helps with it actually purifies all the water in the in, in everywhere it makes everything just glacier so you can just and also just normal ice so you can break it and then just and have it melt for a while under heat and then boom you got fresh water so like like a hundred percent of the water is now fresh so, now that's a good advantage for the Everlasting Winter. Yeah, salt water. Salt water is literally gone now. There's no salt water. Yeah. Or any contaminated water. Bye-bye, salt water crocodiles. 
Yeah. Bye bye. Gotta adapt now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you can. Mm. Anyways, so now he goes into the forest and he hears more growling, and he sees a whole pack of boomins, and he was like, "Crap! Well, I guess I gotta run." So he starts bolting back to his hut. And he makes a lot of noise. He cracks down on wood and all of that. And the berries, the whole cob, they're going, and they have slobber on their mouths. They are, are hungry. Because oh, they haven't had a meal. And they have foam. So they have rabies. Yeah, they had foam. So they have rabies. So if one of, the, if one of them get bit, they, someone will get rabies. Yeah. If they, someone gets bit. Rabies. Anyways. So they keep on coming. They're like running and the bears are charging on him. He's like, oh, I'm shut the door. So he sprints back to his hut and he opens the door and slams it. And he has this like like, bolt lock that he keeps, and he just slams it on it, on the door, and he also, and he patched up the windows before he actually left, he nailed it in with some wood, so they were scratching at the wood windows, and growling, and it's like, okay, we gotta, he grabs all the ammo he can, and it's like, everyone, back to the bunker, he called it the bunker, which was just, like, the hatch that was underground, he's like, back to the bunker, and he grabs all the stuff, and they head back down there, and he stays out, and he's like, alright, I gotta do this, and then, the little boy, he forgot his uh, little toy, his little bunny rabbit. He has like a stuffed animal a bunny rabbit. A very cute bunny rabbit yeah, with no things. Yeah, very cute stuffed animal bubby, bunny rabbit. It was gray with a little white poofy tail. Stubby tail, of course. Anyways. Anyways. So, and that guy, he went to go hide, the huntsman. He went to go hide and wait and just jump at them because he knew these, these bears had more intelligence. Until... One of the bears busts through the planks, and the little boy, the stupid little boy, opens the door, and he's like, he wanted his stuff for you back, so he runs, he opens the door, and he jumps out, and he notices the bear, and he gets very terrified, he just goes, ow, he goes very stiff, and he's just like, and he falls over, just, and one of the bears busts through, and almost like fully clenches on onto his arm but then the huntsman grabs him on time and just kind of just cuts him a little bit on his arm with a claw with a claw no with his mouth oh rabies yeah rabies oh, the point of this is i want to have one of get rabies, rabies so. and bunnies no <laughs> so the bear and he's like oh crap so he fires at the bear and it falls over and he's like so he runs into the hatch and he throws the boy and i was like you are so Kid, why did you come out? And but he, he did get his stuffy. Yeah, he did get his stuffy, and he puts him back in his. All right, and he shuts the hut. And he's like, "Are you stay down there?" And then he starts firing at the rest of the bears until they're all gone again. And he's like, "Well, more food." And he takes the food, and he harvests the food. And he's like, "Well, come back up." I actually slayed all of the bears once again. I know I'm a really good huntsman. He's too good. Yeah, he's like the best character. Literally, he's very nice too. If you get to know him. He's taking care of this family. I mean, like, just think about this character. He's taking care of his family. In an but, everlasting winter. Yeah, in an everlasting winter. He's the probably one of the best survivalists there will ever be in this world. Anyways. Anyways. So, the family, they're like, oh, thank you for saving our little boy. And, and he was like... What was like, thing he did get scratched? By... They're bears. But he doesn't know he had rabies. They don't know he has rabies. So he's just like, we're going to have to clean that wound. But they already noticed it's kind of green already. And they were like, it's infected already. And and they're just all thinking, 
Oh, didn't those bears had fo- have foam on their mouth? But that doesn't mean anything. No, they did. They, they, no, they took it. The survivalists know what I mean. It's like, mean nothing? What do you mean? This cat has freaking rabies! And he's like, alright, so what we're gonna have to do, he has literally medicine. He knows just what to do for rabies. So he's like, he's gonna, he gives him these, ra- yeah, he literally has medicine. He's like, I took doctor, I, I took a lot of classes for, like, being a doctor, but then I ended up not even being a doctor, but I took all of the classes of being a doctor, but then I decided to just, but I quit being a doctor a few years back. He made a lot of money back then, but he quit and he just lived on it. He bought this island where he could live off the rest of his days. He was like, "All right, I know what just what to do." He had like all these little sh- like all these little shots, and he like get, gives it to the ch- kid, and he was like, "All right, he might have a fever soon. We don't really know because it might be like too late." So what are you gonna have to do? We're gonna put a rag over him, and we're gonna give him bundle up, and also we're gonna get some ice, as much ice as we can, and and wrap him he, up in all that ice. He describes a super long series of directions. Yeah. And he's like, all right, so you're going to take him down to the hatchet and all that stuff. So they do all of that, and they keep him down there. Because he's starting to have a fever and, and like, all that. So they take him down there. And he's like, now we're gonna, I'm going to harvest all this food so we can all eat. So the huntsman is cooking the food. But then he hears, like, a rattle. Rattlesnakes? No, no, not a rattle. Like, he just hears some his foot. He has, like, a wood stack outside, and it just tumbles over. And he's like, what is it now? And he was like, crap. So, he was like, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do. So, what he does is, he ends up taking the rifle, and he sees that it's something bigger than he could ever imagine. When he towers, the the big thing towers over, and a shadow come illuminates the room. Well, it darkens, I guess. It was, yeah, it darkens the room, not illuminate. It darkens the room. Like, the whole room. And it was a hybrid of a bear, human, and especially that my voice is literally going to bleed. A chicken nugget. A chicken nugget. Oh, my throat. It was a mix of all three of them. It had a chicken nugget, like the fur had like little chicken nugget crumbs on it. And it was like, what the frick? And then he heard. Then he heard that. <laughs> Little Timmy. He came back for revenge. Fast forward. If you listen to one of our episodes, I'll just explain it for you really quick. If you listen to one of our episodes a while back, there was this family. There was a kid who got his head stuck on like a. He got his head stuck on a bucket. Because he fell in the, he because little Timmy pushed him in the well, but then his family saved him from the well and pushed little Timmy in the well, and now little Timmy he's getting revenge. He was the one who created this ship and he created these little chicken nuggy things and he was created the ice thing to freeze the whole Bro. earth just to get to this kid, which is known as Buckethead. The, you mean the doctor guy? The doctor guy is Buckethead. What? Dude, this is why you watch marathons. Yeah, this is why. And he was like, Not again. My nemesis. <laughs> and he was about to load his weapon, but then he was like, It's just a kid. This is not okay. And he puts his weapon down, and then... But he does fire at the chicken nuggie. And the chicken nuggie falls over. That was and then little Timmy was like, How dare you kill a chicken nuggie? 
pulls out, and then um, the hunter guy. He pulls no, he pulls out a a uh, dart, a dart gun, and he fires it at him, and it just knocks Timmy, little Timmy, out. And he's like, "Well, that does it." And then, as a as a little um thingy for the chicken nugget, he gives him a little piece of meat. No, he takes all the chicken nugget and just and he just eats. He gets it in a bowl. And he's like, "Well, now we can all eat it." And he calls the family out of like. All right. Chicken nuggies. Yeah, and he's like, all right. Now it's time to question this annoying little Timmy boy. So he t- takes him inside and he ties, ties him up, up on like a wooden stool. And he's like, hey, how dare you? And he's like, you better talk. Do you have something to do with this everlasting winter? And he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. This this span of days has been at least a week by now. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. This is and he's like, okay. And then he pulls. And, and then, then he pulls he, out a coma laser, coma laser, which gives the person a coma. And then, and then he also pulls out from little Timmy's pocket a paper that says "My Evil Plan," shows an ice ray and chicken nuggies, and says "Eternal Winter." Ha 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 ha. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, "Oh, you really think? Yeah, that's funny, don't you?" And he's like, "No, that's not me. See." It's my little Timmy Jr. It does not say. He's my child. What? And then he was like, no, I I just sound really high pitched, but I'm like actually like 80 years old. That is true. Anyways, and he's like, so you're not a kid. He's like, yeah, I'm not. So he just slaps him and he's like, okay, then I guess I can slap you, but you're actually elderly. So never mind. I'm not going to. So he just stops. Yeah, respect your elders, guys. That's another moral. Anyway, so he's like, all right, so I can put you in a coma. I mean, you're, I don't know how you're still alive. So he was about to, but then he was like, okay, fine, it was me. And he was like, okay, so you now you know it's me. But the thing is, this everlasting winter lasts for a hundred years. He's like, and he was like, what? And he's like, yes, he does live for a hundred years. And all these hybrids came from me, too. Actually, no. Actually, yes, it did come from me. He's very indecisive. Yeah, and he he kept on talking and mumbling, and he kept, he felt he felt prideful of saying all of this. Little Timmy did. He was like, "Yeah, I did all of this." See, how do you feel? It's kind of like it's kind of like this like um tradition for like all the evil guys to totally reveal their evil plan to the protagonists. Yeah, he does, and then he was like, "It lasts for a hundred years," and he's like, "Is there a way to stop it?" And he's like, "Nope." And also, there's hybrids, so they're probably going to wipe out the humanity before anything else happens. And you'll probably turn into one. And he's like, what? How do people turn into one? By rabies. And there's no way to stop it. This is a different type of rabies. Rabies and bunnies. And then they hear a roar. Coming from inside. The hatchet. From the from the bunker. And he's like, what? And he's like, you stay here, little Timmy. And he opens the hatchet and he's like, guys, I think your son is turning into a hybrid. And they're like, What? He's like, well, it swings the roaring, and he starts growing these little. He starts growing these little like claws, claws, and he's like, and they're like, obviously we gotta just tame him and become and make him nice. And then he goes to Timmy, little Timmy. He's like, all right, this time I really will put you in a coma. And he's like, tell me, is there a way to cure hybrids? And he's like, is there? (laughs) Yes, there is. Okay, just, just hear me out. Hear me out. If you go to my ship, there is a hybrid cure. You can take it. 
and it will cure them. And give them a cure to the hybrids. And he's like, where's your ship? It is invisible. And I don't know where it is. Because my chicken nuggies kicked me out. Wow. They betrayed me. And they flew off, I'm pretty sure. So there's not really way to get to it. So they're saying he's going to turn into a, a hybrid. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. And he's like, all right. There's something you're not telling me here. So tell me now. And he's like, oh. Well, the thing is, I know you're not going to put me in a coma because you need me, right? And he's like, without saying he just puts him in a coma. He just goes, boop. Fortunately, there's like a reverse coma button. No, there isn't. Oh. He's in a coma. Well, it, it only lasts for a few days. Yeah. But he'll learn his lesson. Sorry, so he puts I, it I in the coma again. I was thinking about the advanced version that they figure out about 200 years later. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, it puts him in a coma for like at least a week. It probably will put him in a coma for at least a week. So he's like, yeah, <laughs> you really thought I wouldn't do it. I guess I'll talk to you in a week later. So One week later. No, not one week later. Because there's going to be stuff that happens in this week. So, they're like, well, it's not really... But then he remembered, I wonder if we can turn, still save him before he goes too far. So, a week later, the, uh, the little kid is a full hybrid now. So, they basically just have him chained up because he's half bear. So, he's going to be very, like, hostile. Aggressive. He's going to be aggressive and hostile. They do so, feed him food. They, yeah, they give him, like, they give him, like a bear. Wow. Like, what else are they going to have? That's the only food they have, so, like... Yeah, I guess so. So, it's... This isn't cannibalism, guys. I promise. It's not human-human. I promise. It's just bear-bear. But also, he's still technically a human, though. So, like... doesn't matter. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So... Yeah, so... Yeah, they keep... So, they give him food, and they keep him, uh... Hung, he he's not hungry anymore. And little Timmy, he's sleeping. It's a week, and little Timmy wakes up, and he's like, and then right when he wakes up, he's like, all right, so I'll put you in a coma for another week if you don't tell me is there a way to save him, even if he's fully blown hybrid. And he's like, no. He's like, yes, there has to be. And he's like, no. And he's like, yes, there is. And he's like, only if you take, if you cut my fingernails. Then you feed the bear my fingernail. Okay, that's really gross. And then he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, are you sure about that? And he's like, yes. And so he does it. And he op- it takes the sock off, and his fingernails are all, like, super long. So he just takes a tiny little silver off. He cuts, no, he cuts the whole thing off. Oh, that one. Because he hurt. tells him, like, cut the whole thing off. Not the whole thing, but, like, he doesn't pull it out. He just cuts that from here. Yeah, anyways. And he gives it and to the bear. It. And he eats it. But then... It doesn't do anything. And he goes over to him and it's like, are you lying to me? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, you're supposed to cut every single one. And he cuts every single one and he feeds it every single one. And he's like, oh, yeah, cut my fingernails too. And he cuts every single one. Oh, yeah, and do my hair. And he's like, okay, and he uses his hair. And then he's like, at the end, it did completely nothing. And he was like, were you lying to me? And he's like, yeah, I just wanted to look nice and fresh. <laughs> he's like, it's, no, he's not going to do it to him. Yeah, he's like, is there a way to save him? He's like, okay, finally, I'm just joking around. And he, Huntsman was, the, like, yeah, the the Huntsman was not be, was not having it. He was getting ticked off. He was like, all right. <laughs> Sometimes I just kind of want. <sighs> anyway, so he literally is just like, all right, so tell me now. And he's like, okay, fine, fine. This is true. And he pulls out this remote and he's like, I can't call the shit back to me. And he's like, 
this whole time. You said your chicken nuggets took over and threw you out. But you then you said you had a remote that could just take it back to you. And he's like, How yeah, did we not? But you never asked me that. So now I, I, I will now. And he's like, Okay, fine. And then so he does that and he's like, Here you go. And he calls it back. And then the chicken nuggets are all like, and he's like, Everyone calm down. I just need my cure for hybrids. And he's like, Okay take it and he takes it and he gives it to the little boy and he was cured and then little timmy was like this is all the revenge i need now you all will have to live the rest of your lives in a winter fest enjoy <laughs> he leaves the ship and that's the end of the story they all lived out the rest of their days in the winter fest and little timmy is still living how some of the most the most overpowered villain of all the world little wow. timmy he won't return in other stories he is overpowered He survived many things. Many things. Yeah. Anyways, that's the end of that story. Now I, I'll give... It's a book now, so... I've got an idea. What is it? A book recommendation. Okay. What's your book recommendation? Alright. So, I'm giving a book recommendation. So, there's this book that's really interesting. Actually, it's a series. It's called Guardians of Gahul. And now, it might sound really weird, but it's actually pretty good. It is a little bit long, but all the books are pretty good. And, like, it starts, it's about owls, and it might seem like this is, like, the weirdest story ever, but it gets really good. And the first one's called The Capture. Second one's called The Journey. Third one's called The Rescue. You'll, you'll figure it out. So yeah, so that's just a really book, really good book. Right? Another one I have is Maze Runner. If you're into like dystopians, and also Hunger Games, if you're into dystopians, but like some people have already read that probably. That's popular. If you haven't read Maze Runner though, I would recommend go checking that out too. Those are good. Those are probably like that's my favorite series I've read, and definitely not the only series I've read. Completely. Anyways, oh, Claudius is back. Give me a second. This marathon can't be over yet. You mean I have to go fight him? Yeah, hey, go fight him. <sighs> Give me a sword. Here you go. Actually, that's one. Come here, Claudius! You want something? I'll give you something! You can something. say louder. You want something? I'll give you something! It's another tranquilizer. <laughs> it gives him a coma. For yeah. one day. He'll be, he'll be okay. This sword is more like a ceremonial thing. Yeah, we don't actually use it to stab him. Unless we really have to. But we haven't had to so far. So if we have to, we will have a full episode, at least an hour long, on Claudius. Maybe he'll even give us a story or two. Somehow. Yeah. Through his spirit. He will be with us. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Spirit? Through his spirit. If he oh. dies. Dang, bro! <laughs> If we stab him, he's gonna die. There's nothing else we can do. If he's about to eat us, we're gonna have to. Yeah, I guess so. I think I'm about to order a multiplizer. Hi, I'd like to order more tranquilizer darts, like the very big ones. The big ones? Yeah, for dragons? Dragons aren't real. Yes, they are. What are dragons? You don't know what dragons are! What's wrong with you? Okay, just hang up, hang up. They should have come in about a week. Okay. Secret codes. 
But now we just have to hope that he doesn't try to eat us for this whole week. <laughs> and we only had that one tranquilizer. And it lasts for one day. We're on the run. We're going to be running for a while. You might not see us for a bit. Tomorrow you will, though, actually. But, you know. Well, actually, maybe. Uh, at least me. Yeah. I'll try to post as much as I can. Yeah. At Let's least see. record. Anyways, yeah. Give me a second. <sighs> we got to make that hour mark. So, yeah, I, I like this segment. We might even continue more. Woo, we just did it. We made an hour. Yay. I want to make another quick story. So. Really quick. Yeah. Do a quick story. Okay. So, little Timmy. He, um... He can... It continues. So, after the everlasting winter. So, this is after the huntsman and all of them. So, he... Has some problems. You see... He, um... His chicken nugget army turned on him. And his whole ship was destroyed. And now... He's stuck on a planet by himself. The thing is, he has, like, foreverlasting youth, so he's been living for over, like, 200 years. But he still, like, has, like, a high-pitched voice and suit still short. So, uh, yeah, so, like, he's living on this desolate planet, and he's stuck there forever. He can't get back anywhere else. And he had to live there for eternity. Wow, that was really short yeah but i was just trying to show you that little timmy can't win he doesn't deserve to he doesn't never ever he will continue some other stories but in the end we all know he will not survive if you do slay like actually like you know murder him he just lives forever he's like but if he actually gets like actually injured fatally then he would die but like he, he can't die of old age. Yeah, he can't die from old age. But he can die from anything else. Mm, okay. So but he's a very... But he's been living for such a long time, so he's very wise. Yeah, he's, like, super smart. And also, his body is young. So, yeah. he's, like... He's fit. He's fit. He's, like... He's, like, got triceps on his triceps. Yeah, and he also has metal arms, too, that, like, make him buff. Make uh, him more buff. And he so. gives him, like, these shots that he created that literally make him, like, stimulated and, like, energized. Yeah. Energy shots. Anyways. Yeah. That actually work and are just, like, fake. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. No. That's, like, the end of that one. And it doesn't, like, end up with you at the end crashing after taking it. it. You're still... You just go back to your normal self. Anyways. That is the end of that story. He'll be continu- that will be continued. Little Timmy will continue with more stories. So look out for him. This is the end of our marathon. We might be able to have longer marathons. I would want to go longer if I could, but I'm low on batteries, so uh, yeah. Anyways, see you in a bit. See you back when we're chilling in the lair. Also on the run from Claudius. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs>